John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. He is John. And he is Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. Listeners all know John's a school teacher and we can all be... <laughs> jealous in unison while while I mention the fact that he's been on holiday for the last two weeks. Have you been enjoying yeah. yourself? Well, because my daughters go to a Catholic primary school, they only have one week um, and then they get two weeks in May. So the first week I had off by myself, which was good, but basically I just spent that week trying to catch up with all the work I need to do, so that was a bit <laughs> shit. Yeah, um, I wondered what you were going to say then. Yeah, so, but <laughs> we, did, uh, we did his first camping trip of the... Uh, of the year um it's probably a bit too early it's minus i was gonna three. say uh, what's the temperature <laughs> oh, well, so kind of getting ready for an exhibit expedition up to the north Pole. Oh. <laughs> well we um so it was we're supposed to we'd paid for like the friday school finished on friday and so the idea was dash home pack up the car and um get across to it's near bolton abbey it's about an hour away from us so my auntie um Basically, my cousin's getting married to this uh, American girl who's over here. And so they were going to have a Hindu. So their Hindu was going to be like a night out in Manchester. So then all the men were like, well, should we just do a camp, like a man camp? Uh, take the right. kids, just let them go feral. But then the ladies decided that sounded more interesting. So they wanted to come to that. So as soon as that happened... Do you think it might be the case that when they heard that you were going to take the kids camping, they thought that they just didn't trust you? <laughs> we, we need to go chaperone this trip because it's kids yeah. looking after kids otherwise i think they just thought oh, it sounds more fun so we booked that it was supposed to go friday night saturday night um so i finished work on friday and it was absolutely grim weather and my auntie had got there early and she she'd come from manchester which is the other side and she said yeah we've got here at two o'clock um, it is snowing so make sure you bring some warm clothes <laughs> so my missus, uh, this is just like, so I'd finished work and because I was in a rush to get there, I was like, drove home, got out of the car and saw that my missus had messaged me like, um, are we going yes or no? And then, Which the, the subtext of that is, I don't really want to go. Well, no, it? so I went in the house <laughs> and, uh, you know, the kids are like, excited, are we going? Are we going? I said, oh, I don't know. Where's mummy? So I went upstairs. She's just lying in bed, curled up in a ball. <laughs> and like... <laughs> Re regretting having ever married you <laughs> yeah just blaming me going oh you know you just didn't reply to my text i said listen i was driving so i'm not going to be start using my mobile phone and actually um i just caused a crash well i didn't cause a crash but I was... <laughs> i've already fled the scene of one accident <laughs> no so as i was like to get back to my house you, you can go like the main roadways where there's loads of traffic or you can go like these back roads over the top of the hills and um so as i was going around these hills there's a cemetery and so this guy just pulls out so i stopped i had lots of time to see him doing it so he he's pulled out of this cemetery and i've stopped and he's then kind of looked at me and gone, oh, shit, sorry, mate. 
And then another car was coming in the opposite direction. So he's just thrown his car straight into reverse and just smashed into a Mercedes behind him. Oh, wow. <laughs> so completely nothing to do with me. So I just kind of waved him off. I've got to go camping, mate. Yeah, um, yeah I've, I've got, a, I've got a, a snowy field to set up a tent in. So I was, saying to, I was telling this, my missus, saying, listen, so I'm not answering my phone when there's fucking idiots out there crashing every, you know. Uh, it's illegal anyway, and they just oh, yeah, and all this and all that. And I said, "Look, I'm happy not to go because it started raining. I don't want to pack the car up with all the gear in the rain, and um, you know, get there and it's all snowed and stuff. So should we just go tomorrow morning when the weather's supposed to be nicer?" So she was like, "Fair enough." So you know, Saturday morning, woke up early, drove across there. Uh, it was yeah, blue skies, nice farm, but it was fucking freezing. Uh, luckily, my. Uh, my cousin's got like a huge event shelter, so everyone could just sit inside there. But we had three fire pits going, and at night time, there's like a bubble of warmth. And as soon as you stepped outside of the bubble of warmth, there was like frost on the ground, and you know you oh, go for wow. a piss, and it was absolutely freezing. Was that the term everyone everyone was using? The the bubble of warmth. Oh yeah, That's, I mean, <laughs> come my into brother, the bubble of warmth. <laughs> yeah, it's like my brother like turned up with his. Uh, wife and two kids and then after a bit he just realised that there's four of them but he'd only bought three sleeping bags oh wow yeah that's either going to be a cold night or a very very cosy night isn't it yeah I think well just as a dad you just have to take it on the chin don't you and fucking hell just (laughs) sleep in his clothes drive drive home (laughs) yeah Uh, I'm going to go to the holiday inn round the corner (laughs) yeah (laughs) So we did that, did a bit of camping, that was good. I um, think the listeners will probably be pretty interested in about how how the latest is with the camping kettle. This was, uh, listeners, for those of you who don't remember, John and his wife had a little bit of a disagreement about the size and quality of a kettle he bought. Yeah. Is it, how's, that, how's that going? I know, well, because she uses it, because it needs, it's good for uh, filling up hot water bottles. She takes hot water bottles camping. Well, she'd have to if it's minus three. Yeah, so she's come <laughs> round to the idea. This is JNSNJ News. It's time for the news. John, what have you got for us? Uh, well, this was um, sent in by a listener, Simon Siddle. Uh, so it's from Japan Today. Yeah. And um, it's uh, a school about a teacher in Japan who's been hit with a hit with a fine or for doing something. Uh, so do you want to take a guess at what he might have done? Right. I'll just go like quick fire few through a few of the kind of regular misdemeanors. Um he's he's is he like a sports coach who's gone over the top in his uh kind of berating of the players? All right, uh no, but I think no. it, it is probably a, a PE teacher, I guess. Uh, okay. Um, oh, is it something to do with like lingering around changing rooms or showers or something? Uh no, so it's nothing sexual. It's just um, so well. Okay, the, the the headline is who left the tap on? So a teacher's in hot water for uh the school swimming pool bill. So um, how much do you reckon he's been fined? 
Oh, how much heck of the water bill was? <laughs> He's racked up. So, so what did he do? He turned on. He, he filled up a pool with a swimming water. pool. No, the, the 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 swimming the school swimming pool. He just left the tap running on the school swimming pool. Um, oh, so I'll get right. into the detail. I'll get into the details of it later. But so how much reckon they uh, they find him? Well, well, not find him, but how much reckon the actual water bill was to fill up as well? But he filled up the swimming pool and then left it on. So um, yeah, I mean, what are we talk? Are we in talking in yen or dollars here? Um, so the, it's in yen. So, so I'll go. I mean, if it's in the newspaper, it's got to be ludicrous. So, is it something like what five hundred thousand yen? What would that be in? That's like that's like fifty thousand dollars, is it? Right. So he's he's gone three and a half million yen, which is about twenty five oh. grand in English money. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um. The teacher has not been identified, thought a constant flow of fresh water into the pool. Uh, uh, so he left the tap on from late June to early September. So Fuck he's got a reason it. for doing it. <laughs> so he's got a reason for doing it. What do you reckon his reason for doing it was? It, for late June to... So he's left it on all summer. Is it to like dilute the constant uh, kind of urine that's <laughs> deposited into the pool? Keep it kind of uh, like no. low... Well, yeah, it is to keep something out, but it's not urine that he's worried about. Is it? Uh, is it an indoor pool or an outdoor pool? Is that uh, irrelevant? I think that's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, is it doesn't it, actually tell you, but uh, possibly it's like an outdoor school pool. But it, it's not yeah. okay. It's not. It's not to do with like. It's not Corona related, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, what well, he thinks so, that there's COVID molecules in the pool, and he's trying to yeah. s- kind of pump in the fresh water to dilute the yeah. amount of corona in the pool. <laughs> yeah. So he said, normally chlorine, chlorine and filtering machines maintain the pool's water quality, but the teacher somehow got the wrong idea that pouring new water would also do the trick and help prevent COVID. Well, this is the best bit. He says, uh, other staff uh, members occasionally noticed the running tap and switched it off, but the offending colleague soon switched it back on. <laughs> this is one of our methods of prevention. We've got the windows open, masks on, <laughs> and the tap is fully full flow. So he said he, he used an estimated 4,000 tonnes of excess water. You can just Flipping hear these people in Africa it. screaming, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was enough to fill the swimming pool 11 times over. Oh, like, my God. Think about how much water is in a single swimming pool. That 11 of insane. those. That's insane. Yeah. But this is the kicker, right? So it says, so the authorities, local authorities in New Costco are now demanding the teacher... And two of his supervisors pay half of the three and a half million yen bill. So he's done it. And now they're fucking sticking it to his boss as well, which is... (laughs) I wonder who's going to be getting the the shitty jobs for the next few years. (laughs) (laughs) There's a toilet blocked in the science department, Mr. Suzuki. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As always with these stories, the uh, it's the comments underneath which are just fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, yeah. Japan, Japan today is very different to the uh, sort of usual net 
netizens because they they're the people who just seem to take themselves incredibly seriously um so the first one is from a guy called virus rex who says this is one more example of how the combination of deep ignorance with initiative is so dangerous since apparently he took the decision to waste water on his own it's only fair that he gets the bill by himself (laughs) so because it's about covid the second person jumps uh, jumps in with this is all because of all the fear-mongering and panic-shearing nonsense about COVID spread by the media. All the self-nominated experts and internet trolls, people get really strange ideas how to stop the coronavirus infections. <laughs> yeah, well, that certainly is a strange idea. <laughs> it says, I really hope this guy wasn't a science teacher. Also, the, the report says that other teachers noticed the water running and turned it off. You'd think that somebody would have mentioned it in a teacher's meeting or something. <laughs> Again, common sense. <laughs> They're all too busy planning about how they're going to get home no one wants it's like at the end of a meeting where they go right is there anything else anyone wants to say and no one wants to say anything because everyone just wants to fuck off (laughs) i mean hats off go to uh piskian who commented what a drip oh (laughs) um i mean the quote from the teacher says um it's not my fault i was never given adequate training The supervisor, the supervisor, the supervisors just chucked me in at the deep end. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. What were you like when you were at school? Did you get straight A's or were you a fool? John and Sam want to know. They'll feature your story on the show. Tales from teachers are welcome too. You can send the email from the loo. Ring, ring goes the bell. It's time for some school day stuff. We haven't done this in a while, but we got an email in. I think it's anonymous. Um, a long time ago, we did nicknames for teachers. And they wrote yeah. in after. They must have listened to that episode recently. And uh, they've come up with a couple of ones that they had when they were at school. So the, <laughs> I'll give you the, the first one. And I think we can kind of imagine what kind of teacher this is. The first one is simply the Terminator. So you're thinking he was probably quite relentless. Uh, and this yep. one, a little bit mean, Dandy. Can you imagine why Why would they call him Dandy? Uh, I don't know. Was he some sort of flamboyant person? <laughs> Severe dandruff. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after we got the email, I put it on Twitter. And we had uh, some replies on there too. Uh, J-Dude uh, said... A teacher whose lessons centred around him playing the guitar was known as Guitarzan. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Um, and he says he can't give away any others because he's still working with them. Um, <laughs> I asked him, because he kind of gave away that he was a teacher, I asked him if he knew if he had any nicknames. He said, not that he knows of, but if he does, it's probably something to do with him being scary. So I'm thinking... <laughs> I think he's a big foreign guy in Japan, <laughs> intimi- intimidating the young Japanese students. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, I mean, not naming, uh, giving teachers nicknames, but we used to, you know, back in the old days of working for a language school, we used to have quite a lot of nicknames for students. Um, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, sure. Some, some of them we've talked about on this podcast before, but I've got, I'll tell you what, how about if I give you three uh Two of them are real. Well, no, I'll tell you what. I'll give you three, and then you tell me which ones you think might be real, which ones are not. Okay. 
And I'll tell you what, going with the dandy theme, I'll try and guess why, unless it's blatantly obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the nicknames all pretty much give away what... Oh, they're, yeah, they're well, self, self-explanatory, are they? <laughs> so, well, maybe, maybe, maybe Big, not. fat, uh, ugly so, guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first, the first one was Foxy Lady. Um, Foxy Lady, okay. So, yeah. so I'm going to guess if these are true or not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Pants on Fire School Days collaboration. Yeah. So uh, Foxy Lady, she she wasn't, uh, well, the joke was she was old and she was, yeah, probably your age bracket, uh, but she used <laughs> to wear like a like a fox stall, you know, like a with an actual head on it. Um, oh, which really? Was quite, which was quite scary. So, yeah, Foxy Lady. Okay. <laughs> the second one was Slimer. So he was just a big fat guy who, when he talked, uh, he looked like that thing off Ghostbusters. <laughs> so when he <laughs> talked, bits of bits of drool and stuff would come out. Um, so he was called Slimer. Uh, and then the last one is Senor Smallballs. <laughs> so this was. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hope that one's true. <laughs> so he was uh, he was an older Japanese guy who uh, he he loved Spanish as well as English. So he used to kind of break into a bit of Spanish. But we used to love getting him to talk about um, golf. And so we used to say to him, like, uh, you know, why do you prefer golf to uh, soccer? He's like, I I like the small balls. I prefer the small balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, so which one? So we've got Foxy Lady, Slimer, or Senor Small Balls. So which one of those do you think are real? I'm feeling like. Uh, Slimer is a hundred percent true. I can imagine some guy being a bit dribbly, and it's a, definitely a kind of uh, adorable nickname. So yeah, I'm going Slimer's <laughs> true. All right. Uh, the other two, I'm hoping, I'm hoping beyond hope that Senor Smallballs is the true one for two reasons: one, because it's an amazing nickname, and two, calling someone Foxy Lady ironically because they weren't that foxy is mean. So I'm hoping that wasn't true. Uh, however, I feel like it's probably the other way around. Um, so, but my final answer is the two true nicknames for students were Slimer and now I'm going for it. Send your small balls. So, uh, well, the the fake one was Slimer. I thought that was too obvious. No way! Yeah, so send your small balls and uh, Foxy Lady were both two very much real uh, people that we had horrible nicknames for. <laughs> you fucking got me big time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prefer the small balls. <laughs> Yo, Johnny McBee and Samuel T, two prince took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But there's something else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for this episode's burning question, which was what caused you to have a hangover as a kid? Um, so who's been in touch? 
Uh, yeah, there was some uh, action on Twitter. Sean Bateman uh, replied simply, milk, which I don't know. <laughs> feel like it needs a bit more explanation. <laughs> I, hope he's not, I hope he's not referring to like uh, homosexual politician Harvey Milk. Because <laughs> that would be... <laughs> oh, I mean, that would really need some explaining. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, Ruby Rosale got on touch on Twitter. She said, too much donuts and Mountain Dew. Oh, <laughs> Mountain Dew. I think that's giving away her perhaps North American uh, heritage yeah. there. Momo Takamori also on Twitter, uh, he said, uh, remembering that the question was, what caused you to have a, inverted commas, hangover as a kid? Uh, He said, beer. And then he follows up with, I read the question right, you read the answer right. (laughs) (laughs) Tom got in touch via Gmail, and uh, (laughs) he said that once when he was younger, he went to uh, a trampolining party. So I assume that's like a party with just people trampolining so after an hour of trampolining <laughs> if, it, if it's not i want to know what it is <laughs> yeah uh he said after an hour after an hour we had food and um three out of the four kids just vomited instantly so there we go <laughs> oh wow <laughs> what, what, uh, what about for you well to be fair actually mine's pretty much quite similar to tom's i um i remember as a kid we went to like uh, was it Laser I, Quest? Oh, I was just going to say that. I I was about to say stop. I bet you were about to say Laser Quest. Go on, carry yeah, on. Yeah. So it was like Laser Quest. So you're like in the dark, you know, loads of sort of lights flashing. You're running around, getting all sweaty. It's like being like at a rave. Yeah. You come out and we went, it was in my friend's car, like sat in the back seat, went to McDonald's drive-thru, ate like a burger. And then just as we got home, just like when the taxi pulls up, and just go, <laughs> vomited all over the back of the taxi, uh, which was, sorry, oh, his man. parents' car. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forget. It was just like proper. And it was, I mustn't have chewed my food properly. I must have been really hungry. So I just sort of wolfed down this sort of cheeseburger or whatever. And I just remember we good, like vomiting, but it was like real solid sort of... Uh, sort of vomit it was um yeah poor <laughs> paul gerard's parents <laughs> how about for you well my one I, I i was thinking of a couple but mine were probably a little bit more along the lines of your daughter's which was the origin of this one where she had the kind of uh the, the stay over with her friends but i remember yeah. one time so i was and i've actually mentioned this on the podcast before in a different context but when i was about eight or nine uh, I, w- I went over to a friend's house. There was a group of us. I was the youngest of this group of friends. They were all kind of 12, 13 maybe. And we watched the film Child's Play together. You know, the Chucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and we went over. The, the girl's ha- whose house we went to, her she her parents owned the local newsagents. And her house, her, they lived above the newsagents. So we went in to her, like, I don't know, her parents were away or something. We went in to watch this film. On, it's like near Halloween. And she supplied like a million tons of candies and ice poles and all this kind of stuff. I got all kind of het up on the sugar. Then I watched Chucky. Fucking <laughs> terrified me. Then I went and stayed over at my mate's house and didn't sleep a wink because I was like hopped up on the juice and <laughs> frightened that I was about to be fucking murdered by <laughs> Kev's teddy bears. <laughs> So, yeah, I remember, like, so, yeah, trudging home in the morning, pale and haunted, like some sort of crack addict. 
yeah, I think that was a pretty long day for <laughs> yeah. me, that one. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I had a similar one to that as well. Yeah, doing we stayed over at my friend's house and uh, his mum and stepdad went out. So we watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 and just drinking loads of Coca-Cola. So nobody slept. I think sort of his mum and dad came back from the pub and then they went off to bed and we just sat up. And then I think we went for a walk about five o'clock in the morning and then somebody had stomach cramps. So my mate, uh, Matty, had a shit behind the garage and used, we didn't have any toilet paper. So he peeled peeled the label off of like a two litre Coca-Cola bottle, the plastic label and wiped his ass on that. And I remember just going over about nine o'clock in the morning, just feeling absolutely rotten. <laughs> what, was, what was his name? <laughs> Matty <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matty, Matty, <laughs> Matty. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who was involved. Uh, thanks to those of you who got in touch for school days and the burning question. You can get in touch at John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com and Twitter and Facebook and or our website, John and Sam in Japan.com, uh, where you can also find our special, which you can get for free. Just click the link special. And, uh, Next episode's burning question in relation to uh, that Japanese man at work. So, what's the uh, the biggest mistake you've made at work? Oh yeah, and, uh, keep it light if you uh, administer the death penalty, <laughs> 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 or if you're a bait copper. <laughs> are, we, are we allowed to answer on behalf of people we work with? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right, anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch, Catch you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favorite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. Join in, answer the burning question, send a new story, preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night, at John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. I prefer the small balls.